0: Hello and welcome to Grot and Guardsman, a podcast for all of your 40k needs. I am one of your hosts, the Guardsman, And I will be the Grot. Yes, we have a very exciting episode today, looking at the third day of Warhammer Fest, which I believe is entirely book-based, or almost entirely book-based. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Black Library Day. So we've got a lot of, uh, shall we say, ghostly <laughs> <laughs> installments in some series to, look, to take a look at, and uh, a couple of new models, so... Uh, Without further ado, let's kick off with... uh, I think the first thing that we're going to kick off with is the new Gaunt Ghost Models.
1: It's absolutely going to be a cracking bunch of releases for you to go and read, but weirdly enough, we're starting with the models, not the books. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But these do not disappoint at all. Like, wow.
0: Absolutely. I wasn't expecting these in any way, shape, or form, and they're, they're just fantastic.
1: Nor was I, but I have to say they are amazing, and they... Oh, I think so many people are going to be so pleased with these beautiful Gaunt's Ghost miniatures.
0: Yeah, have we have we had any Gaunt's Ghosts or are they Gaunt's Ghosts? Is uh, Tanith first and only, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Least, yeah, have we had any Tanith regiments before? Is that something that's happened or no? It... No, there were
1: there were some uh, snipers that I think a few people would like converting things. At least I'm thinking that we've not had any Tanith uh, models before. The Tanith first and only in the Gord's Ghost novels are so successful. Dan Abner is such a good author that I think these were almost obvious decision almost to make as models because so many people are going to love them and it's one of the most predominant, one of the biggest series in all of the Black Library and I think it's probably a series that got loads of people into the hobby and that loads of people absolutely love with a passion
0: Yes, absolutely. From a popularity and a law-wise perspective, it makes absolute sense to start introducing these models into the range and let's be honest, God needs a facelift anyway, so if this is the start of a new kind of regiment... That would I don't be... th- think it... I mean, it, it well and truly could be. I
1: don't think it is. I think this is an entirely a thing done for the Black Library fans, for those of us who love the novels and are really into just getting some gritty lore and love the 40k universe. I think this is really for the fans of the books and the people that sort of also want to represent that on the tabletop. It's, I don't think it's necessarily designed from a help-the-guard-out-on-the-table perspective.
0: No, I suppose it would be similar to things like Eisenhorn, where you just get a, some model releases or a model release. Exactly, yeah. Them. It's really... I think,
1: like Eisenhorn, Eisenhorn was never really meant to be a big game-changer for the, for the for tabletop game. He was really a story element. He was letting you bring something you'd love to the tabletop. And I think these are much of the same.
0: Yeah, it's pure fan service, which is great. It really
1: is great. I have a lot of appreciation for this. Just in case people aren't looking, we have six models here. Um Ivan Gaunt, the Sir, and five of the Tanith, which I guess i'll uh, I'm gonna give you the names of in case you're big fans of the series. We yeah. have good Colonel Colm Corbeck, Major Lm Rawn, Pling Larkin, try again brack, Sergeant Scouts own McCall.
0: And that's all of them. And, yes. And that, that's what we try and uh, carry on
1: there. I, yeah, I, I was just growing to be honest. But those yeah. are big characters, and I, I love them. Um, I've only read the first book. Um,
0: I, I haven't read any of them, I'm going to be honest. Um,
1: I should have done by you now. You should. It's it's a phenomenal book. I'd I, I meant to keep on going and read the rest, and now I think I'm going to have to, because I did love it. And it's just kind of just pointing out the big hole in my reading, and it's, wow, it's just... They're so good, and I know the characters are so good, and the story is so good that really, this is a good place to, even if people haven't read a lot of 40k lore and want to get started somewhere, this is a really good place to start. I think Ghosts, Ghosts.
0: Yeah, from what I've heard, it's a really easy read. It just it's, you know, it's a page turner.
1: It's probably worth uh, listening to the interview between Dan Abnett and one of the Warhammer community guys as well, and he talks about how it's kind of like a soap. <laughs> set in space on the front lines between these different characters like at each other's throats and then like in the end best buddies but you know like all these things along the way and oh, all the characters genuinely are phenomenal so this has been a long time coming if you ask me and they're also beautiful sculpts that, that do them justice and i cannot wait to get hold of these guys
0: Yep, absolutely. i didn't
1: expect to be painting these at any point but Oh, I, I won't be able to hold back. They're so good.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely no complaints from either of us on these. They, they're they just good.
1: Mm-hmm. And it brings us very nicely onto the first book release, which is the Vincula Insurgency. And it's a novel set in the earlier era uh, of Gaunt's Ghosts. Yeah, looking back, almost in a disclosing classified military files type What What, like,
0: like an interview with someone almost twice. yeah
1: what they sort of hinted at in the release of this book is that yeah like they're, they're looking back uh, through classified files or whatever it is in that sort of retroactive respect and so this is set in the earlier days where all these characters are still don't really even know each other very well so it's the it's the early points. it really takes you back to sort of reminisce in the early days of Tanith and all the <laughs> other girls ghosts to say um, <laughs> and I think it'll be a fantastic book and the limited edition is very pretty if you ever manage to get their hands on that,
0: it is very pretty, and it comes with a uh, load of extras as well. So you'll get the uh, beautifully bound copy of the book itself, plus a pair of maps, a cap pin, coins, art, a metal memory box, and very cryptically, loads more. So <laughs> you're going to have to pick that up to see what else you get. And uh, please do, if you pick it up, let us know what you get with it because we haven't got a clue.
1: Mm-hmm. Looks very cool, and there's often loads of cool little bits in these special editions. And often I mean. the price reflects that, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, well.
0: Um... Still looking for a, a cheap version of the Imperial Infantryman's uh, uplifting primer, but uh, <laughs> I don't think a cheap version
1: exists. Cheap, yeah, a cheap version doesn't exist.
0: I've I um... say over 100 quid for a book. It's insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are some phenomenal black library books and the limited editions are nice so sometimes it's worth paying a bit more for a nice version depending on how much you're going to love them and at this stage how much you love the series so obviously there's going to be a lot of people that really love this series so it's worth getting special editions of it i guess it's when there's a new series type thing where you with a newer author that you're not too sure on it's a bit of a risk but when you know you're going to love it something like this is a bit more of a
0: when it's so well established and by such an established author it's you know it's always going to be worth picking up if you're a fan.
1: Yeah. And the Sabbath Crusade, moving sort of onwards, the Sabbath Crusade has had in today's launches, or today's previews, I should say, they're turning it all out, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a good addition to the Sabbath Crusade. There's a lot going on. There's quite a few novels here that will contribute to that aspect of the lore and really add a lot. So our next book is The Sabbat War, which is an anthology from various authors and edited by Dan Abnett. And it's the second one, I believe. There was there was an, an earlier anthology in the sort of same sort of area um, okay. in the Sabbath Crusade. But here, yeah, so a bunch of extra small novellas or stories. And I really do love the anthologies. I've read several of the anthologies of short stories, and they almost always leave me feeling very satisfied having read them. And they're quick, easy reading. So I often pick up a 40k anthology where possible. I,
0: I don't think I've done a 40k one, but I do love the anthology style where you can bash through a story pretty quickly, get the whole start, middle and end. And you'd get more context on, on the overall war. And oftentimes I can weave you know, narratives between them. So like, you might have something happening in one battle and then that will get referenced in another battle or in another story. And Yeah, yeah we'll I, have, I have no
1: doubt that there will be references to Gaunt's Ghosts and the other Sabat Crusade novels in these sort of things. The Sabbat Crusade on book is the in-universe reference book packed with art and background covering the Sabat World's Crusade. Yes. Yeah, so
0: I guess it's going to be pretty a... great, I guess pure law book, I guess, which is pretty uh, cool, to be
1: honest. Oh, sorry, I think this is the one that was done in the style of military records.
0: Oh, um, uh, Well, it's got the big classified word there, so that... <laughs> yes, that would make sense, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that would make a, a bit of sense, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty
1: cool, pretty nice. And it looks very nice. It's a very pretty book with all the extra bits and pieces there.
0: Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. It's a nice colour. That kind of purpley-bluey mm-hmm. colour is just very ornate as well. isn't it? Very nice, yeah. That'll make a great addition to yourself. Yeah, and uh, with this you get more coins, you get some art and background and maps and bits and pieces with it. And yeah, a few other a few other things, I guess. Again, this is going to be one that you'll have to pick up to see what exactly what you get with it. And yeah, uh, once again, um,
1: let us know what you get. Probably a fairly solid buy, again, if you're a fan of the Gaunt's Ghosts. It's a bit of a companion guide. And it does look very nice. I have a feeling this kind of thing, that will be quite limited edition.
0: <laughs> I, unfortunately so I would very much like to have one of those. Um I love oh, that kind of yeah. in universe style like classified documents. Things like slight tangent, but things like with the SCP Foundation where everything is told to you as if it's in universe. Mm-hmm. Like it's told yeah, to you as a yeah. fact. Um yes. I, I just love that. And if this is going to be similar, I will absolutely try and pick one of these up.
1: Yeah, from what I'm gathering from this, yeah. Um it does seem great. And, moving on, <laughs> so still have. in the Sevac Crusade, we have Urdesh, the Serpent and the Saint, uh, a Matthew Fowler novel.
0: Um, about
1: the... Iron Snakes? Um, yes, the Iron Snakes. Yes. The right? uh, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, Iron Snakes, uh, yep. Yeah. Really um, cool
1: chapter. I read, don't know, this novel on them. Brothers of Snake, I think it was called.
0: Out of interest. Very what, good read. What chapter are they uh, succeeding from?
1: I'm not sure it was mentioned.
0: It's either going to be the Iron Hands or the Salamanders, I reckon. I'm, I'm going to Google it. Screw it.
1: I don't think it was mentioned in the in the novel I read about them, but they're a very cool chapter. I think they have one or two other books that I might not have read yet. Aww. They've got some really cool lore, and it's it's definitely worth giving this one a read, or at least some of the others. Uh, I haven't read Matthew Farah myself yet, but the chapter's cool. The Salamander Crusade's cool, and this seems like a a really nice way to take it.
0: You want, you want to hear something that's not cool? They're, they're ultramarine successes. Damn it.
1: That might be why I looked over it. But uh, <laughs> to be honest, the successor chapter, like which the successor from, isn't that important in the end because they but, do have awesome lore of their own.
0: Oh, yeah, they are a full chapter in their own right. It's just it they, would be they awesome are other yeah. chapter successes.
1: Very much so. And I don't want to put any spoilers in for the, the, the novel that I read or whatever, but they have some really cool rights and things that they perform as a chapter, and they have their own specific lore that makes them really cool as a chapter, and it's definitely Ooh. worth a read. That's so cool. I'd like to see them with some tabletop rules, even, because uh, they are great chapters and in play. Yeah. And more stuff from the books should be brought out for us to see more often.
0: Yeah, even if it's just, well, I mean, just putting it in white dwarf entry or something like that would be a way of doing it. But...
1: And there they often are, and unfortunately white dwarf entries sort of get lost in time to an extent. Um,
0: yeah,
1: whereas you know the models and the rules have a more lasting effect, legacy <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: um, uh, I. I suppose if you fit, read the books, you can figure out how they fight and kind of do your own custom chapter on them, though that is very you much
1: absolutely fun. could. And some of these um some of these chapters and regiments and all the rest of it in in the novels we read are fantastic forces to represent in your crusade campaigns.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So
1: I'd be, I'd be super tempted to play as the Tanith in a Crusade. That would be so cool. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd Be absolutely ace. It'd be very cool, wouldn't it?
0: Right, uh, speaking of the Tanith first and only, we've got possibly the most groundbreaking uh, release in this entire <laughs> <laughs> day: the Ebronkant <laughs> Bookmark.
1: <laughs> well, I know it's not necessarily a massive deal, but just having like you know a big gaunt quote on a bookmark that's big and pretty is definitely worth having if you're an avid reader like if you're going to read a lot of books fairly regularly then you will use bookmarks <laughs> so it's worth owning and it's worth if you're looking at it regularly if you're reading like every day type thing then it's definitely worth having one that makes you smile when you look at it so... i mean
0: this thing seems to me like it was a slightly unnecessary thing to do but a very nice thing to do like there's nothing wrong with it. It's a very, very nice bookmark, but it seems a little bit superfluous, if I'm honest. Uh,
1: maybe maybe a little bit. Uh, it's not a massive deal, it's just
0: a little bit of match, but I really
1: like it. It's cool. But like, it just yeah. give us yeah. an extra bookmark, great. I have no problem with that. That's cool. People that like Gaunt's ghosts can get more gaunt ghosts things. But yeah. And every time
0: right? You open your book, you get an inspirational quote. It's lovely.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear.
1: Yeah. So our next release not- is Sabbath Worlds, this. No, it is still. Of course, it
0: is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: This is uh, Valpone Glory, a Blue Bloods novel by Nick Kime. And the Valpone Blue Bloods are a guard regiment that is seen in some of the previous Ghost novels working with Big Ghosts alongside Tadil. They're a very um, elite, shall I say, at least in their own minds, regiment. A very very
0: fancy regiment by the looks of the cover.
1: Yes, a very haunty regiment, and they seem cool. I will probably give this one a read. It seems good, and it seems to go well with the Ghost Things and the Sabbat Crusade. And yeah, it I seems would. quite cool.
0: You know, based off this cover art, they look like if Emperor's Child, like Thirty K Emperor's Children, were a guard regiment.
1: Yeah, I get. Yeah, they've got that kind of vain and oddly perfect, glamorous look to them, don't they? Yeah, they've
0: got the blue uh, and purple vibe going on, and the curved swords and the red capes, and yeah, they're just. They just look Emperor's Children to me. They're not, because they're
1: I mean, know, I wouldn't say the blue or the red cape is particularly Emperor's Children, but the, the way they wear them is fairly uh noble and vain and perfect yeah, and pretty and all the rest of it. So Yeah, yeah but I don't I don't think they necessarily bear I guess yeah, they, they sort of have those personality traits similar to Slash, but I don't think Slash would necessarily be a big Oh no, um, I don't
0: think that they are chaos uh, or silly like that. I'm just just making a comparison.
1: Yeah, fair. fair. they seem cool, and it seems like a fairly good book. It's kind of intriguing me. I could uh, well, I could definitely give this one a read.
0: This is a regiment I know absolutely nothing about, so I would be really interested to have a look into this, because I always love hearing more about... I
1: think paths. we need regiments. to have more regiments brought to light. There's supposedly, you know, the Guard represent all of humanity across hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of oh, millions of worlds, so there's going to be countless different regiments of Guard, and all we ever see is Cadians. It's, it's not like the entirety of humanity is from one world, so...
0: Yeah, the thing is that... To, uh, it's, I know exactly why they've done it. It's so that the model kits can represent as many Guard factions as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone seems to use the same equipment, same weapons, same tanks, same everything. And for a galaxy spanning Empire, that just isn't real.
1: <laughs> it's not realistic, and this will be great. This is just adding more to our, the, the richness of Imperial Guard, and it's giving more life and story to it. And this seems like a really nice, good novel. So, And Nick Kime's a great author. So I'd be quite tempted to give that a read. I'm
0: quite um, tempted to give this one a read as well. It looks like so, a book. Good... Yeah. So all in all, we have
1: uh, a lot of additions to the, 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 the Sabbat Crusade. Crusade. Yeah, yeah, that war zone. But that's everything there. Yeah. And,
0: and we're going to be going back 10,000 years. Yes. Yeah, we have a heresy novel. Heresy, yes. Uh, Siege of Terror Warhawk. So, uh, Ben informs me that there was a battle between Jagatai Khan yes. and whoever the... Mortarian, that's his name. I, <laughs> I love the Mortarian, why am I forgetting all the product names? Yes, yeah, so that apparently they had a bit of a scrap in a... Uh... What was it, like a spaceport?
1: Yeah, so there was this prominent battle written into the lore a while ago between the White skulls trying to take back a starport in the siege of terror yeah during the invasion terror and sort of it wasn't properly written as a book it was just sort of one of those paragraphs in a in a codex or in a larger book etc That were like oh and then you know khan and matari had this big fight and that's kind of like you know we never had the richness of the story that we wanted and that's been the case for a while so now finally the people who were interested in that and i know there's a lot of people that are definitely quite interested in the siege of terror we can have the richness of that story and understanding that we desire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It looks... Well, from the cover... I mean, it's a 40... It's a yeah, Horus Heresy novel, so it's got to be good. Uh, I don't think I've come across a Horus Heresy novel that I don't like yet. It's not going to be for everyone because it is very much... Um, well, it is, at the end of the day, a Horus Heresy as opposed to a 40k novel. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I think the Horus Heresy novels do vary a bit in quality, but Generally speaking, it is a fantastic sort of story arc and universe, even if it's not it's more than that, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> so, and this gives us a good slap up between Khan and Mortarion as a demon prince, which will be very cool to. Yeah, read. Well, I mean, oh,
0: Death Guard are very, very prominent at the moment. I haven't heard a lot from the White Scars recently, so it is nice to see them getting a little bit of a. Uh, well, a Death, bit... Guard are, Death Guard are prominent in 40K right now with the whole. They are, but. Like, tab- On the um, uh, 30K tabletop, I think they're quite prominent as well yeah
1: maybe i i need to keep up more with the 30k scene <laughs> um i'm not too sure what's happening within there but this will be a great novel so moving on i guess
0: something quite different uh why don't you tell us about warhammer crime
1: here we have two novels being announced broken city and sanction and sin which to me look quite similar they are warhammer crime anthologies so it's But list of things essentially whodunits set in the 40k universe like crime mysteries with detectives etc and the the warhammer universe like the underworld or a hive city or something it's such a good setting for that it's going to be really interesting and very different obviously you're not going to be reading about the front lines and battle and things but it's still going to be just as gripping a universe to to explore you never really get the depths of culture and understanding of, of, of sort of imperial worlds as you'd like a lot of the time
0: yeah this is stories this is are why, so
1: this is set I, in the front line sorry go on
0: no sorry i was just gonna say this is why i really liked things like the eisenhorn novels and uh there was another inquisitor i can't remember his name now quite a few <laughs> <laughs> there are quite a few. um I'm, I'm gonna stick with eisenhorn for the moment because it really delved into the background of oh wait no it was a. Uh, Kane. I think he went into a few, um, a few different Imperial worlds. But anyway, the point is, they go into the background of various different worlds and Imperial life, and uh, you really get to see the kind of nitty-gritty bits of Hive worlds and... Just uh, how crap uh, life, life is for the Imperial citizen. The <laughs> difference of how crap and how great life can be for different people. It's fantastic. Mm. It's a really deep, rich source of material for this kind of setting.
1: Yeah. So they seem good. Like an anthology seems like a really nice place to get started for there. If you're a big fan of 40K, but not necessarily a big crime reader, they seem good. They seem interesting. I'd be kind of tempted to pick one of those up. Uh, I think they're probably of... they're not my style. You, like, I'm obviously more used to reading your your big standard novels like Gaunt's Ghosts and things. But they're still kind of like I'm like, oh, this seems
0: cool. I mean, it's quite it's, different. It's an anthology, isn't it? Yeah, I think I would happily get this and just read through maybe one night.
1: Yeah, even if even if like it's not particularly my thing, I feel like I could very easily pick it up, read one, and enjoy it. Absolutely. So, yeah. totally agree with you there. Yeah, even if I don't want to keep going on buying them all, there is there is already one out, I believe. The, the Warhammer Crime series, I think, has already been on. <laughs> right. But these are tempting. They seem cool, and we have another Warhammer Crime novel entitled "Grim Repast," Quilliam Drask novel by Mark Collins.
0: Oh, um, skipped over one. Which... You skipped over uh, Sanction and Sin. Sorry, so Broken City
1: and Sanction and Sin are both similar deals. They're both...
0: I've read, yeah, they're both, crime they're both,
1: ...anthologies. Okay, all right, I see where you're um, So we've got various authors and...
0: Oh, yeah, and then Grim Past is just one novel.
1: Grim Past is... Yeah, so it's a similar sort of thing. We're looking at Quillian Drask, who is... I don't want to say the wrong rank. Um,
0: <laughs> okay, uh... Have what a is
1: guess. That... A pro probator. There was, so? yes. Uh, is that some... yes? Probator. So he's like a um, he's not like R. He's kind of a 40k detective, the rank of police. Oh, <laughs> so oh, it's, a, yeah. it's a detective novel, you know, and we've got a proper novel here. So if you did like, if you if you are a fan of mystery crime novels and 40k, then straight into this. Or if you do like the anthologies and things, then this could be a place to go with them.
0: I, again, I think this is one that I could very well see myself reading. It's more background into, I'm guessing, five cities and things like that, which is always good. 40K Sherlock Holmes. Are we cool, right? (laughs) Actually, just having that kind of social interaction between normal people in 40K, I find really charming.
1: Yeah, it's just the richness of the lore that you won't get from Battlefields.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's quite nice to hear about, you know, desperate charges into the face of a thousand guns and drop pods crashing out of the sky and all that but when you take it to a normal conversation in a normal part of a 40k universe mm-hmm. it's just a totally different way of experiencing the setting it's lovely
1: yeah I hear like a lot of Star Trek fans being like oh you know with Star Wars or Warhammer or whatever you you don't actually get any cultures it's just war you never see like people talking in society and cultures and like an interesting alien life and things or even like Life on stars you don't really experience it very well and you don't get that element of culture but you clearly do <laughs> if you look in the right places yes you just have to look and yeah so i'm, I'm kind of tempted to that it seems very cool
0: i i think most of these books i'm kind of tempted by if i'm honest
1: definitely a lot of them i don't know i don't actually end up reading as much as i'd like and i'm caught up in years of previous books and things so i'll see what, which ones of these i get through
0: but yeah i think um, another option is probably going to be audible i reckon a lot of these will end up there which i find really helpful
1: yeah i very often use i would use just the Straight up black library app but i can often get them cheaper on audible so <laughs> especially in situations where it's kind of difficult to like hold a book or something like if you're standing on a train etc um, or
0: driving or something like that is yeah. To, yeah
1: or at night where you don't want to look at a screen because your eyes but also like you know you don't want to have like a, a bright reading light or something in the dark and so yeah. yeah, just video like audio can be nice But I'm sure most of these Or at least a few of these or whatever Will become available uh, as audiobooks at some point Hopefully
0: Yes, I strongly suspect so And, and we uh, still have a few more to mention A few? Oh yeah, we've got three more Three more to mention we yep. so Back others.
1: on to 40k <laughs> <laughs> Standard old 40k yep. um, Trait of Rock, um, it seems to be a continuation Of your sort of Cadian storyline A yes. mina novel and I gonna, she I, I think she's gonna become a big character, Mina right?
0: Yes, I reckon so. Um I don't know how many novels she's got, but if it says Amina Lesk novel, that kind of indicates she's got at least one other.
1: Absolutely definitely. I'm not really caught up on this sort of storyline. I've been reading other things. But yep, by, the, by the by looks of things, uh Katie has been destroyed. <laughs> how is how is the Cadian hundred first gonna go spoiler, on? Huh? Oh yeah, sorry if you didn't realize <laughs> <laughs> the, the what the entire premise of what eighth and ninth. Um, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, um, so yeah, how are they going to go on? How do they? How do the KU keep on fighting through the grim darkness of the far future? I think this I think this would be a really good one for sort of relating to as a human being, <laughs> 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 confronted with all the the grim darkness and death and manic insanity of everything that we first anyway, holds. You know, how does it feel to be a human? How do you go on when even the world that you came from, that was the the full might of the Imperium, has just been decimated?
0: And it also gives some nice lore reasons for the uh, Games Workshop to carry on with the Cadian model line. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, the Cadian model—if you do genuinely want to play Cadians, like that's great. Like, God, have a good line for you. <laughs> like, you can't really argue if you love Cadians and you want to play Cadians. So that's good. Yeah, do it. Yeah, um, absolutely. And moving on, I
0: guess. Uh, I don't think I have too much else to say on that one. Uh, Moving on, we have The Twice Dead King Ruin by Nate Crowley. Or Mm -hmm. Crowley, I would say. Yeah, Crowley. Um, Yeah, so the description of this is the disgraced Necron Lord Altex must overcome his bitterness and return to the very court that cast him out to bring news of an orc invasion. Well, that's part of the description. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Uh, So yeah, it's looking like a nice... Different perspective on the forty k um, setting, and for once, it's sounding like it's not going to have any kind of imperial influence in it, which is interesting. Well, no, it easily could, but
1: that's not—you know—it's not the focus, is it? I like—I definitely, I'm interested in seeing more Xenos novels.
0: Yes, agreed. Just I
1: understanding sort of the Necron culture and things is going to be wicked, and yeah, seeing more of it in action.
0: I've got to be honest; I quite like a novel from the from an orc perspective, written like an orc. I think uh, there
1: are maybe one or two. Okay. I okay. yeah, um, I got one the other day that I think might be, uh, but I haven't got around to reading it. Awesome. <laughs> <Also. laughs> I was actually listening to it. But it was an audiobook. But I think there is, yeah, there's one or two now. There aren't many, obviously, but we do have some audio, some Xenos audiobooks and books now. And especially, I'm forgetting exactly what it was called. Something in the Divine, maybe. The, the It was a fairly recent, the most recent, not including this one, Necron book. It was really popular. And I sort of, it was, I think it was about Trazen, sort of fighting out with having various conflicts with another Necron Lord. and the, I can't rem- remember exactly what it was now, but when I read the, uh, the description of that book, I was like, wow, I have to go and read this now. It seems phenomenal. And if they keep up like really good Necron books and Xenos books, then oh, it's going to be something else entirely, isn't it? It's phenomenal. I, I'm oh. really interested in this kind of thing.
0: Absolutely. Um, I know
1: nothing of Nate Crowley, but...
0: Oh, yeah. I thought that was some kind of weird Necron word. No, no, that's the author, <laughs> it's Nate Crowley. Yeah, got you. Yeah, but, no, I've never, never heard of any of his other works. Uh, which could be unfair. He might have loads of really good books, but I haven't read any of them. So,
1: um, not in the Black Library. I don't know if this is first or not, but I'd be interested. I probably, I'd, yeah, I'd be interested in giving a read, especially if you're a Necron fan.
0: Absolutely. Pretty right. cool. Shall we move on to our final? book which our I... final
1: book and announcement yeah
0: yes so this is going to be the fury of the 41st millennium the book titled steel tread
1: oh even the even just looking at that cover out there is it's it's cool isn't it it's very... it makes me sort of excited in a, like it because it, sorry so this is um steel tread is about a demolisher tank crew I was about to say katie KD- yes it is Cadians. yes it um, is Cadian. i didn't want to <laughs> say that without it being true oh. yeah so Cadian demolisher tank crew and the is like quite a as they as they were saying today in the stream Demolishers is quite close range so there'll be like some nitty-gritty fighting and i'm sure that they'll the tank crew will get to know each other well and have really good like uh dynamics between them and it'll be really really good book to follow maybe a little like fury the film i quite liked watching that and but this will be a 40k, which is better, and, <laughs> and a proper novel, which is arguably a lot better, and uh oh, like there's there's a lot to maybe look forward to in a book in this style.
0: It's not something I've really come across before for the 41st millennium, so it will be a very interesting and new take on it for me. No, uh, there's I,
1: not usually a lot of focus drawn to tank
0: crews and things, so no, uh, it's normally spec ops Imperial Guard. If it's going to be Imperial Guard, it's normally spec ops infantry. Or you command, know, yeah. Or you never really get individ- you know, standard, you know, poor bloody infantry or tanks or anything like that. So it'll be really cool to see what it's like.
1: Or well, even even if it's poor bloody infantry, it's probably not the tank crew. <laughs> well. So yeah. this is another cool perspective. Which of these do you think interests you most? What are you gonna go out and read first once all of these things are out? God,
0: I'm gonna be honest, I think I'm gonna be controversial and go with either Broken City or the section sin
1: or the no, They're I... all Sabbat War.
0: <laughs> oh, no, the actual Sabbath
1: War, sorry. The, um, yeah, not Sabbath Crusade. Sabbath, yeah. Yes, yes. Or,
0: or, no, I'll narrow it down to three. So Sabbat War, the one with the face on it that I've literally just said but forgot the name of, Broken City. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, Crime One. Yeah. yeah, the Crime One. Or the Sabbat World Crusades. Or Sabbat World's Crusade, limited edition reference book.
1: Uh, yeah, the uh, the sort of alongside the Sabbath World Crusades.
0: Yeah, I think sure those would one. Be like yeah, yeah. three to get personally. How about yourself?
1: I think I'm going to start with the first Gaunt's ghost and read the fifteen or whatever novels it is now. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're they are genuinely some of the best books in the 40k series. And I first of all, I know it's amazing because I remember it being so good, but also it's such a good series. I've I've got to fill that hole in my 40k knowledge. It's gonna be amazing. So I'm definitely gonna do that. But I'd say also, the I think I'm going to read the other Necron one I mentioned first because this has such good reviews and I'll wait to see what the reviews are like on this uh, this Necron book and then maybe move on to that as well. So probably I'll have some Necron-based reading and I will read Gaunt's Ghosts again. And Oh, actually, I, oh, I just scrolled past the uh, the Volpone, Blue Bloods.
0: That is a pretty book. Oh,
1: I, I, I just, I, I like the I'll probably get to the point where they are relevant in the Gaunt's Ghost novels, I don't know which bit that is necessarily. Like I said, uh, I don't remember too much from my original reading. It was some time ago, the first one. But I'll probably get to a relevant point, think, "Oh, they're cool," and then after that book, I will go and read the Volpone one, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll resume Gaunt's Ghosts.
0: That's not a bad way of doing it. It kind of breaks it up a little bit.
1: Um... And I really, I really, I remember Larkin. I remember standing out to me as a character from the first book. He was.
0: Well, his part of his name is Mad, so that does kind of make sense for
1: you. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a bit of a nutter. As I yeah. said, I didn't want to necessarily spoil character or anything. But, but he's not really much of a spoiler anyway, is it? Oh, I was going to say, um, he's, he said, he's, he's cool. Monster. And he's he's also, like, his facial expression, even though he's got the, his eye up to a sniper, they've somehow still managed to get, like, a great facial expression on it. <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be so good. I, I really cannot wait to get reading again. I hadn't been reading... I, I, I say I have. I've been getting through my 40k novels, but not that not that fast lately. Not that not fast. Um, but this really does make me want to start reading some more 40k lore again. There's so much good stuff out there. There's so much more coming. Quite yes, exciting.
0: I also need to uh, touch up on my uh, 40k novel knowledge and uh, yeah, plough through some of these hopefully when they eventually come out.
1: Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to these new sort of announcements with us. Yes. And... Maybe let us know what you think of some of these once you've read them and they
0: come out. I was um, say, let us know what you're thinking you might pick up and read. Uh, let us know what you think of the models and whether you're going to pick them up. Or, more well, correctly, when you're going to pick them up because they are phenomenal. Aha.
1: Everybody so- should get these. They seem <laughs> awesome. <Yeah.
0: laughs> and let us know what you get in those... Uh, the What are they called? the, um, the Limited editions. Edition, yeah, the limited yeah. edition ones. We with-
1: technically don't know their limited edition apart from the.
0: Well, apart from the one that literally says it's a mega limited edition.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> but there there might be limited editions of a few of these, maybe. I'm not sure. So we yes. sort of we will have to see when they come out. I know, like, on the uh, Tanker release, I think they said they're not even finished sort of developing the book, so to speak. They only had the cover art in an art format rather than a book format. Right, so okay. some of these might be a little while before we get to read them. But yeah, I'm but excited. And we'll I, get
0: there. I'm absolutely excited for some of these.
1: Looking forwards, tomorrow is... Box game day.
0: Yep, so we don't know what's going to come out then. It could be 40k related, it might not be.
1: I think there will be at least something to cover. Um, I should say if there is nothing, then I guess we won't put out podcasts to tell you there's nothing. But I'm assuming there'll be something, so there will be some sort of release from us to cover that content for you. Yes. Uh, Probably Blackstone Fortress or Necromunda or...
0: Yeah, I expect something like that.
1: And I should say, uh, if if you watch right to the end of the stream, uh, just before the interview with Dan Abnett, so the bit where they're still talking, um, he sort of gives away that Saturday's content is a boxed game of some sort.
0: Oh, does he? I haven't actually watched that all the yeah, way through. Yeah. yeah
1: well, you, it's probably worth a watch, because obviously uh, we only summarise these to an extent, and my Black Library knowledge probably isn't quite as good as those guys, so it's probably also worth a watch of that, but they are also on more of a time restraint. So they're sort of zooming through these books as quick as they can, and don't have much time to discuss them.
0: Yeah, um, they, they can't dis- you know they can't discuss conjecture or anything like and that. And
1: obviously, yeah, there's uh, <laughs> there's only so much genuine opinion they can put in what's essentially advertising.
0: <laughs> yes, I can't say. oh, I think these are shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, they,
1: um, sometimes cool. you do need to see the flaws in things. Anyway, um, yeah, so we've got box games tomorrow, and we'll bring you that content day after. We have more awesome forty k stuff. Hopefully a great, long, juicy podcast full of orcs will be waiting for you that evening. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, whatever this box game is, I mean, it may be AOS or something. We, we honestly have no idea of this mystery, but I'm pretty sure it's a box game now. Yeah. It might also be worth mentioning, obviously this is a 40k podcast, but there was no AOS books at all today.
0: Oh, there's a very <laughs> which point. very much surprised me, yeah. I was I noticed. It sounds stupid, because we've just read through all of them, but I hadn't actually noticed that.
1: Yeah, that was, I was very much expecting Black Library to get some more out st- stuff out. Um, and yeah, it's probably not going to talk on it for long, but that does surprise me, especially given how new AOS is the universe and how much it needs expanding.
0: Yes, um, totally agree. Although I thought they did a, uh, no, I'm not even going to talk about iOS lore. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> they are doing a good job. I'll say that. They are doing a good job. The the trouble is it's only however, a few years old. So it just needs more novels, more time, more expansion. Right. So the stuff they're doing, I'd say, is good. I want to read more of us as well, but obviously 40k sort of dominates for me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: of course, absolutely same for me as well.
1: Right, well, in that case, um, we will hopefully see you or <laughs> I guess you'll listen to us <laughs> 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 uh, tomorrow or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll bring you that.
0: Yes, so we will uh, speak to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. Good boy.